Welcome back to the Binge Podcast. This is episode seven. How is everyone? Good. We're good. Surviving Some winter. Winter. Some of us not so good, eh, Ben? <laughs> well, go on then, mate. Might as well tell everyone what's happened. All right. So, uh, to our surprise, guys, you know, received a phone call. Turns out Ben got beat at FIFA. So, in an angry way, <laughs> wall and snapped his arm in half <laughs> yes he lost to me of course anyone who dare challenge me please let me know my personal twitter is at the binge podcast uk um yeah so poor ben has got a broken arm actually that's uh, that's not true uh i saw a kitten that was stuck in the middle of a road and <laughs> no one else was around to save it it was meowing so I ran out there, a car came um, and I put my arm out to stop the car because I've been doing doing weights. And then um, my arm snapped. My arm snapped. Wait, how, how tall was this car? Because <laughs> the level of your arm. Really ain't working, bro. <laughs> I stopped. I stopped the car, but in doing so, I saved the kitten's life and snapped my arm. I mean, that's just, like a, that is. I'm a hero. Okay. Sounds like a Hobbs and Shaw scene, to be honest. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you'll be saying, "Yeah, I flew out of the Burj Khalifa and I tried to do a Roly Poly and landed on my arm." anywho yeah i'm in a cast right now and i need surgery at some point to get some metal plates in my arms to connect the bones back together so yeah yeah guys not good not good yeah cheers guys (laughs) that was lovely anywho what we're doing what we're talking about today so this week we're going to be talking about the show The Fall. Have you guys heard of it? Yes. Mm. No. Well, if you haven't, the it's show ironic. is about yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, The Fall, and then <laughs> fell. Anyway, so um, yeah. So the premise of this show is it's a psychological uh, thriller um, surrounding a serial killer, and he's just killing everyone. Um, and we have this lovely woman called Stella and she is a detective and she is on the hunt to find out who this serial killer is and why he is doing this. It's all set in Belfast and that's where we're going to kind of start off and start talking about the show. So one of our main characters is Spectre, also known as, guys, give me his name. Paul. 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 His name's Paul. Paul. Yeah, actually, what, what accent do they have? What is that? It's supposed to be like it's Irish, Northern Ireland, isn't it? Yeah, but is it? yeah, is it Northern Ireland or? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Northern Ireland. I can't Paul, 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 Paul Spector. Yeah, that's yeah. it. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, go on about Paul. But I was it once his name once Stuart as well in in uni or something like that. Or yeah. Spencer or something. That's it. It was called yeah. Spencer. Was like it? people once knew him as a different name. We decided to to switch it up. 
Yeah, he decided to switch up after his first kill back in the early 2000s. This is when he was first getting his feet stuck in there, you know? And, yeah. I mean, I that's mean, when you know something's wrong, in it? Yeah, if they have to change their name and move. Mm. That's a big no-no. Well, mm. some of you ladies out there might recognise him. He's quite famous from the Fifty Shades of Grey films. Boy. He's Mr. That's, Grey. That's the older no, ladies. That's, that's older ladies. I don't know. You know, I didn't deep from um, Fifty Shades, and I'm looking at him thinking, what is he from? He what was in he? Once Upon a Time. Really? He? Yeah, he was Regina's boyfriend in the early, early seasons. Oh, my gosh. I, I knew I recognised him. I just couldn't put a finger on it. Anyways, we're kind of sidetracking, but... Yeah, he's been a few things. He's been a bar. He's, he's actually Scottish in real life. Can you imagine? Oh, I thought he was Irish. Nope. Right, wow, that's some good accent. Well, I'm saying it like I know Irish accent is through and throughout. But <laughs> I was told. <laughs> on the accent. To be honest, I don't really know. I don't really, I don't even, I don't really notice the difference. Well, that's really bad. Wow. No, when Scottish people speak, I don't know what they're saying. Can't wow. Lie. That's like saying <laughs> Americans and the British accent. Oh, I can't tell the difference. What are you talking about? Tomato, tomato. American and Australian, so here we go. Wow. What? They're different. Only when they say things, then you kind of notice the difference. But I think America's America's a bit large. Like the accents depend, in it? Depends on where you where you are, though. It depends yeah. on in it. I guess. No, it's true because. I don't really feel like I recognise any difference in Australian accents. It's always one Australian accent. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Oh, my crikey, my. Yeah, say no to Danny, eh? All right, so really, you guys back in, you know. <laughs> I think yeah, it's important to say that Paul Spector is actually a bereavement counsellor. Like, this guy's meant to be helping people cope every day with, like, losses and stuff which is very ironic yeah let's 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 kind of do the background on this guy like he is very intelligent um he obviously went to university i think he did psychology there or something Mm. and he used his degree to become a care worker basically right Mm -hmm. or some some kind of therapist in a way um and he takes his um health quite seriously so he's very healthy goes out running he does a lot of working out at home he's very strong you know takes care of his appearance he he likes things to be on point you know he's always got a fresh trim do you know what i mean like his clothes always nice like he's always precise he doesn't like things being a mess. And I think we kind of start discovering that in when he start, we start realising that he's a top blimmin' serial killer. Um, Harry does his killings. They're always, he wants to keep them as precise and clean as possible. And I think that's how the show gets us to like him a little bit. I, well, I did. I thought this guy was, the way he was, he was kind of cool. Like, I was like, this guy is sick. Like, he's smart. The way he thinks things. Then you see what he does, and you're like, okay, you're nuts, mate. You're actually you're actually nuts. Mm. Um, but, you know, as most cases, which he should probably tell you as a therapist, comes from the childhood. <laughs> uh, and he had a bit of a bad childhood. I mean. Yeah, his mum committed suicide when he was eight. Yeah. yeah. And he and, found out uh, his dad wasn't his dad. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And he got touched up in a boarding Catholic school. Well, and... they, they told us he, well, he said he wasn't. He was. Yeah. He was. No, he, he, he was one of the favourites. Yeah. 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 For a whole year as well. Come on. For me, that's that's where I think it really, you know, made him what he is. Mm. Because fair enough, yeah, his mum passed or his mum committed suicide. Um, and I swear, um, was he there or something? He found her. He that's found it. Her. He found her. Now, naturally that, you know, that's going to fuck you up, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That is going to mess you up in the head. But then the whole him being in the boys' school and him being, like, um, one of the priest's favourites mm-hmm. and then having to choose the next victim once he graduates, that, yeah, yeah. But I also think there's, like, a lot of behind his character because if we think back to his kind of early memories and he... Later, later on says that in the later seasons of how he got to where he is. And like, we slowly, we slowly start to unravel him as we go through the seasons. But one of the things I noticed that was very, um, I don't know if it was disturbing or what, but one of the things was he spoke about, I think it might've been the last season, how he used to lay out his mom's underwear and smell them. Mm. So that's when I like to think, hmm, there's something going on there. And then number two, his mom was dark, um, was had um, dark brunette hair. And if you think about it, all his victims had dark brunette hair. Yeah, so definitely the killings had a connection to his mom, because he liked to he he always kept a lock of his mom's hair, and then obviously with his killings, he cut off a piece of their hair. I don't know. I don't know what it. I don't know really know what it is. I think. Um. I think he he just tries to be in control that's thing that's his main thing he wants to be in control of his of of the people that he uh you could say hunts down um and when he kills them he washes their bodies he pots them into a position that it looks like they're just sleeping and maybe you could relate that to to his mum where that's the kind of imp- that's the kind of impression he got from his mom that she was just sleeping and she looked clean and he's like reenacting it in some way. I don't know. It's very strange. But at the same time, he admits that he gets aroused by suffocating the women and taking control and taking their life, and that's what that's what gets him off, which is a bit odd. You know, everyone's got their own fetish, I guess, but. Um, Put this into a fact, this guy has a whole family, a daughter and a son and a wife called Sally Ann and she works in the hospital. So let's think about that. You've got I feel well so for things. Her. Bizarre. See, I, I, I mean, going back to what you said about it, you know, being a bit off, <coughs> his first victim, bro, <laughs> his first ever victim, man, didn't he ch- um, choke her out and then obviously choked her a bit too hard? And then she died. And he was like, oh, snap. When, well, when he done it, was, um, huh? That, that his situation, first, his first murder was um, when he put the bag over the woman's head. Yeah. Oh, yep, 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 yep. I'm talking about when he was with his boy. And yeah, his boy smashed. No, so yeah, that's the bag one. That's it's bag Katie one. that he strangled and nearly killed her. Ah, uh, yeah. So the first one, mm. what was it? He was, what, doing his thing? No. <laughs> 
what, what, he just got up and jumped him? No, so his friend was doing the thing, and then he was watching. He was watching. And then he left, and then he was like, okay, let's do a little game. Let's be a bit, you know, he's done his little deep member. Bear in mind, he's kind of experienced this rough and ready lifestyle with, with Rose, yeah, remember? Yeah. Later on. So he's done a little dabble in that area, you get me? So now he's here. He really wants to get into the grooves. Goes there. I'm going to give you a lot. Puts the bag on her face. You know, they're doing a bit of fun, isn't it? Doing a Has bit a fun. belt. Has a belt. Pulls it around her neck. What happens next? She dies. Yeah, so he's doing his thing. And then he struggles. Yeah, no. but he, no, he didn't strangle her. He, his intention wasn't for her to die. He thought that she was going to untie the belt or whatever. Well, so he says. Yeah, no. So when I mean strangle, I mean as in... He he he, he didn't her. intentionally strangle her to death, but he done it. And obviously their agreement was like right before you're about to bust, then boom, like you release the belt and all that. Well, them them instructions weren't very they weren't yeah. It's not like Kevin Hart when he goes pineapple. That wasn't <laughs> 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 it. No, but she's dumb. She's dumb anyway, because Well, you what? know his boy took the took the took the blame. Yeah, he's stupid. I would never in my life. I don't care what you've done for me. That was your own choice. Like I would never. Oh, look, I, I, I. When we find out why his boy did it, I mean, I can understand why he did it. He felt <laughs> like he felt like his boy. He felt like Paul uh, saved his life when he was a boy, because obviously they was together in the same school, and he knew that the priest wanted him, but Paul took it for him and said, "No, no, don't worry about him. Take me instead." So the priest's like, yeah, yeah, done know. And then like he felt like from then Paul He felt like Paul saved him. So I feel like in that situation, he was like, This is my this is me saying thank you, basically. Like, I'll take the blame. Nah. Which he did. Nah, sorry. You chose to save me out of your kind heart and gesture. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Like you saved me trauma and lots and lots of therapy in the future. But he he doesn't even know what happened and he went to like he went to prison for life. Oh, sorry for me. Paul didn't save him. Listen, when you're at school, yeah, and someone throws something and the teacher's got their back to the classroom and then she turns around and they say, Ah, oh, who threw it? You have a selection of people <laughs> to snitch on, yeah? Paul had a selection of boys to choose. Just because he didn't pick one, yeah. didn't mean he didn't save him. Now, I understand they obviously touched on the whole thing of, oh, yeah, the priest um, had his favourite, who he wanted to be up next, but and apparently that was this guy. But obviously, bro, Paul picked any... Like, he could have picked anyone. Mm. So for me, he didn't necessarily save him. So we didn't really owe him anything. Mm. Well, I guess so. So that was his first victim. His second one was, we didn't really hear much about her. He he killed her, but I think the way he killed her, he, he like messed it up. There was, a, there was a certain way he wanted to do it, but it went wrong. And then obviously he perfected it on the next one, which was um, Sarah, Sarah Kay. Uh, the what was she? She was like a um, like a lawyer or something. And I think this is where it brings us into um, Stella and our lead detective as she kind of comes in around this time and starts to solve the mysteries. Stella Gibson. Stella's one of my faves. I can't lie. I love Stella, man. Okay, guys, we recognize her from where? Sex. 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 Sex.
don't know. And she's sexy in this as well, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to throw it out there, Rob, you know? Just, just. Yeah, man. She's a sexy woman. Let's be honest. Gillian Anderson is like the perfect person, I think. She just suited Stella so well. Yeah. Because it was, it's like a strong character, but at the same time, you know they got something going on in their life that they need to sort out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a very good looking woman though. Do you know what it is? She ain't. She ain't, but she's just sexy, isn't it? What? She's she's got that sauce. That no, nah, she's got that blouse with her breast popping out, that and that swag, that kind of bitch face. You know what I mean? That's bitch face, you know. I think she's got yeah. a cooler vibe. Oh, oh, ben is right with the bitch face. Listen, <laughs> I understand why he banged her in the face, but anyway, look, <laughs> we're gonna... Yeah, he gave her one bang in the face, bro. Yeah, but Stella's face, yeah. And then when she's got something on you as well, oh, bro, you are the anger, the anger. I can imagine. She's got a face that's like, yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. I think what annoyed me, though, about Stella is that she, I feel like in the end, she she loved playing the game cat and mouse, I felt like. Um, I felt like she was enjoying the chase, enjoying the hunt, and maybe that wasn't the best kind of way to go about things. And I felt like she maybe could have prevented certain things if she would have just kind of kept her head a little bit. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think there's some certain situations where she let the cat the, the cat out of the bag kind of thing. So like with the whole, so obviously she was talking to Rose and Rose was giving her some intel on Spectre at the time. And she kind of let it slip that, yeah, I'm talking to someone and they're giving me information about you. Obviously, who can it be that's going to know certain things about him being back in university and doing certain things? Only mm. Rose. So she kind of put Rose in that, she kind of put Rose in that situation where eventually she kind of gets kidnapped basically well let's give it a bit of background here so when they started trying to put the clues together and finding out who paul was and that he's the serial killer to help identify the situation one of her colleagues who worked in the uh forensics which was her name was reed smith who you can see her from uh bendy like beckham the same what yeah yeah she's the sister Oh, mm. I know he's beating in the car in the airport. <laughs> yeah, I know her as Kalinda. I'm not going to say what's wrong. If you lot know, then get us on to uh, get us get at us on Twitter. If you know where she's from, called Kalinda. Boom. <laughs> say nothing. So anyway, Reed uh, was like, "Oh, I've got a friend that you know she experienced some like rough sex with a guy in like uni." Um, but it got really rough and like he used to strangle her and da, 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 da. so they brought her in for questioning and, and basically her story kind of linked up and her description of who she thought was I think it's Spencer isn't it yeah. um, of Paul so then that's when they were like okay then and then that's when when they first spoke on the phone Stella and Paul he's given it all the big and oh Stella I've been talking to you you know and then she was like, oh, um, just to let you know. And then, like, kind of spilt some spilt some gossip that she shouldn't have probably said that made him think, hold on, what? How do you know that? And then he clocked it and trying to track down who it must have been, which was Rose. 
hence why he ended up kidnapping her in the end. So that was Stella's fault, really. It was Stella's fault. But I think at that point, she bit off more than she could chew. She was trying to be ahead of everything, but she wasn't tactical about it. Yeah, I think because Paul was winning. Mm-hmm. Paul was winning. Like, Paul was, like, thought of everything. He's, he's a smart person. So if we rewind it then, so we was talking, we was talking about his victims. So he was talking about how he, he first killed someone in uni, his mates were to blame, then he killed someone else, um, didn't do it the way he wanted it to, which was a clean kill and washer and all that stuff. But in the end, he did manage to do it, which was a poor lady called Sarah Kay, um, a lady, brunette, attractive, who was a independent woman who worked as a a lawyer, I think, or like a solicitor. Yeah. And that's when the killings became famous, you could say, because they started to link up how she was perfectly laid on the bed, looked like she just fell asleep. She he done her makeup, her nails, brushed her hair. You know, she looked peaceful. But that was the weird thing about it. And I think after that, he got a bit, let's just say he got gassed. He thought, yeah, man, I smashed this. Like, got a bit of a thrill from it. And I think what he does, he, he like, studies his victims. He has, like, this insanely good art book where he does all these crazy sketches and stuff. And he, like, tracks and hunts down these victims and studies them to see where they're going to be, what kind of person they are, breaks into the house and just looks at them, looks at their stuff. And that's where I think... He rushed into his next one. He ended up killing her. But then he didn't realise that her brother was there too. Oh, she didn't die though. She didn't die. And she didn't die, no. So he there, didn't he? that's where he I started to mess up. Do you know what? The thing that pisses me off about these kind of scenes is, yeah, someone's literally standing in your corridor. Like, how do you not feel the presence of someone like one foot away from you? And then it's like, mm. she was peeing with the door open. Okay, maybe people do that. I don't do that. She was peeing with the door open. Like, they were playing music loudly. It was just so... Yeah, but they were playing music loudly. Are you really going to be hearing someone going, shh, shh, in the house? Like, slipping and sliding. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to feel... But I do agree. You're going to feel the presence. Like, usually, I, like, when I'm in a house by myself, I'm like, obviously not in where I'm living now. But I mean... If I was living in a big house like that, of course, I'm going to be, like, looking around, looking in the... Like, just checking, do a little scout around, do a little shout, maybe throw a little something. You know, just make sure that, you know, everything is okay. But my girl, like you said, she just sits down, goes to the loo, then obviously looks at him. And, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Do you know what part made me laugh? You know when her brother... Um, when she was being strangled, and then her brother came in with the with the was it what did he come with? Oh, like, some, ah! some kind of or stick or something. Uh, Bro, this guy's an idiot, man. I would have been downstairs ringing nine 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 one. That would have been unlocked. Then I might come up. The, do you know what? I'll come upstairs, obviously, because you know your sister's in jeopardy. You go upstairs, but you're not. Why are you walking up like this? You should be like. Oh! But why are you shouting? Why was he shouting? That's what yeah. pisses me off. Like, yeah. yeah. I know it's a lot of films, though, and a lot of things. It's mm-hmm. like when someone tries to sneak up on someone or like goes to hit someone from behind and they go, ah! <laughs> you're like, bro, they're going to know you're there, mate. Exactly. You know? And Paul's strong. Like he was practicing. Remember when he was like practicing, like doing all these push ups and had like bars yeah. and he was doing all these weights and stuff? He was. Pull ups really... and that, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like, he was ready. He's strong the way he strangles these people. I thought I was going to hear next crack, to be honest. Hey, don't don't talk about bones cracking, yeah. Oh, so. t- PTSD? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but the brother, uh, me, I had, like, the brother was annoying. Like, he was rubbish, man. Like, annoying. Like, fam, I'm not being funny, yeah? If, you know, someone's attacking your sister, like Kamara was saying, you call the police first, and then you go up and deal with it. And when you deal with it, you don't, like, swing at man. What, you swung at man's shoulder or something? <laughs> go for the head, bro. Like, come on. We're gonna hit each other. He's gonna go ah, and then he's gonna continue what he's doing. Exactly, and he might just push you down the stairs like he did. He pushed, it, he pushed him down the stairs, stabbed him up, stabbed him up with the scissors, and then this is where I think um, Ben said earlier. He obviously he was getting a bit gassed in it because he's like, yeah, everyone knows about this killing. Like you know, everything went well. Obviously, it kind of went left, and obviously he found out that was it. Sarah is that her name? Is it Sarah? Um. Sarah's the one he killed. He, he, the one he did well, and the one he left. Yeah. So when he the, found the one out... he just tried killing now was um, Annie Brawley. Mm. Yeah. So when he killed Sarah, obviously he found out later on. I guess once the police started to investigate that she was actually indeed pregnant. So that became oh, yeah. as perfect as what he thought it was. So now he's out on the prowl. Um, he's found his next victim, and I thought that was a bit cheeky. Like, obviously. I get, you know, I I get that he, you know, felt bad because she was pregnant. But, bruv, you just killed her. Mm-hmm. So why are you writing to the family? You said, yeah, basically, <laughs> I know she was pregnant. Does that mean you wouldn't have done it? You <laughs> would have done it. And, that, and it doesn't excuse what you've done. He's basically said, if she wasn't pregnant, I just would have done it. I don't think he would have. I, I think that's the, that's the strange thing about him. He's got morals. Like, he's got a certain things he doesn't do and what and won't do. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending him like he's a nutcase. But at the same time, he would not harm someone who's pregnant or something. Do you know? I think it's because of weird. the baby, though. It's not because of her. Yeah, because the baby, in his eyes, the baby is innocent. And, you know, you know the symbolic reasons behind babies are always angelic and they don't cause any harm. So the situation with... Annie Bully, right? So he choked her out and got interrupted by the brother, uh, kills the brother. And I think he thinks he killed Annie, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. And he kind of uh, put her in a coma. Mm -hmm. And that's where everything went really tits up for him because he ran out of the house. There was witnesses who saw him run out of the house. He had to dash the the scissors that he, he killed the brother with. Um, he was on the run. Then he got clocked when he got home, and this introduces Keddie, the baby, <laughs> the babysitter, who's what fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. And this girl is the worst person in this whole flipping show. What? Like, I don't think so. What? She what needs God. help. Nah, she's 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 help. very messed up in the head. Hmm. She got a crush. A crush. Nah, nah. Just. Is dangerous, is a dangerous cross to have, boy, because she, boy, he really got her to be doing some madness. He manipulated her, he's a predator, of course. She agreed, she's got daddy issues, he took advantage of it. He let's not forget, he's a professional counselor as well, so he knows how to tweak it and stuff for the little girl to be like, Oh, you're everything I need in my life, even though 
She was silly because she was standing naked on the staircase, like when he came home, and she's like, "Right, yeah, trust." Because she's been trying to sleep with him, and he was just like, "Oh, leave it out, please." Mm-hmm. But I think when, when I think strangely though, he was intrigued. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was intrigued, but at the same time, it's just just not on it. He used to watch her then, music videos, remember? Yeah, well, she told him to. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then when when he <laughs> kind of clocked her, <laughs> you really didn't have to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when he clocked her coming home, uh, when she clocked him coming home, that's when, and then she whacked out her titties and that. He was like, okay, now I need to kind of smartly think about this. So that's when he started kind of like leading her on. Uh, he didn't do anything with her, did he? But he like <laughs> confessed that he liked her and da 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 da. And um, obviously, then he uh, had like a little. I think it was before this though. He had like a little wrestle of her, didn't he? Like he like yeah, pinned he her down and her like hair. choked her out. Oh, he her hair. and that's when she really fell into deep. No, she found the hair. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, was like, bruv, you've got it, haven't you? And she was like, nah. And then yeah, they started wrestling. And it was he in her pocket. Yeah. Saw it. Little clocks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, little Olivia. I thought she was gonna help her dad or something. The way they were showing her. And she did. Who Olivia? Yeah, she helped her dad in um, when she's getting questioned by the police. Oh, she, she, fu- she fully lied straight up. <laughs> she don't want to mm-hmm. snitch. I, I can't, I can't lie. I rated that because I was. Like, I rated it ten out of ten. No snitching. <laughs> because I was, I was like, you don't know what's going on, but no hesitation. You I didn't even think. Her. I just, you just backed your dad. So I liked her. Yeah, well, I liked her, but I didn't like her accent. Every minute, daddy. What I love it. Daddy, her I and Kate's daughter. I loved their accents. Nah, I'm sorry. I, like, I was getting angry. Like, what I mean, angry, yeah? When I heard Dari, I thought, oh, you know what? I liked, mommy. Where's mommy? Where's mommy? Uh, do you know who I didn't like? The worst person for me was Sally. I can't lie. She was, I think she was, like, they, they had zero, when I was watching it, I was like, why did they cast this woman? Like, zero chemistry. Like, I look at her face and I'm like, I don't even feel sorry for you. Like, her reactions, I was just like, so your husband told you to have an affair with a minor and this is your reaction. Like, I was just, the whole time, I was just like, this woman is a poor choice. Like, I did not like her at all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Sally Ann, yeah, I felt sorry for her. I can't lie, I, felt, I did feel sorry for her because she's just thinking, I've got a nice family. I've got a very um, loving husband. He loves his kids, loves me. Got a very um, dedicated job. I've got beautiful kids. Like she's like, yeah, but my family's great. And then she finds she basically finds out about Katie, and she gets obviously distraught and really upset that she thinks that they're having an affair. But plus, at the same time, it's underage sex because mm. she's she's like fifteen, sixteen, or whatever it is. And um, she found out she was pregnant. Yeah, I, I didn't like that scene. It was very strange. They went off for a drive, mm. and then. They had sex in the barn. It was the worst sex scene I've ever seen in my whole. It was life. weird. It was strange. She was screaming. And then she was, was like, like oh, "I'm pregnant." If you're in pain, <laughs> stop it. Like she was screaming, and I was just like, "What is this?" It was so. No, nah, I think that was a test. I think she was trying to see if he was that guy. <laughs> That's what I think. Not that guy as in, "Oh yeah, are you gonna break my back?" That guy. I mean, that guy as in, "Are you this murderer?" Nah. <laughs> like, nah. Nah. He was strangling her and all that, and she was like, "Oh, okay." Was he? <laughs> Yes, that's why it was weird because it was like when they were in the barn, he put his hand around her neck and he looked at her as if to say, 
rah, is this your approval kind of thing? And then she gave him the go-ahead. Yeah, but do you know what this is but okay, so before they did it, she said to him, What's the, what's wrong in our relationship? Is it the sex? And that's and that, and he was like, Yeah. Basically, he was like, Yeah, like duh, duh, duh. and then she just looked at him, next minute they're beating like crazy in the barn. In horse barn. So it's like, okay. <laughs> So she's thinking, okay, that's that's the problem. Let me let me show you, it's not a problem, in it. You know what I'm saying? So, but what I don't get is is one, why would you just go? Yeah, I'm pregnant, right in the middle of it. Like, I'm not being funny. I'd be I'd be stressing out. I'd be like, what? And then second of all, I don't get why he's with her in the first place. She is like completely opposite she's to the type. women he likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no offense to Celian, but she's 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 not all that. Yeah. And Dead. all the women that he goes to kill, and like he gets aroused by, it, even if he does kill him, are, are usually quite stunning. Their relationship wasn't affectionate in one little way. Like the only nicest thing he did was put a bubble bath. That's it. There's a reason, though. I mean, don't you think he wouldn't choose the type that he would want to kill? kill? Yeah. What a reason! Like it's because he probably looks at her and thinks. Mm. It's like, you know when like, you've got these TV shows where the gay guy has a wife mm-hmm. and it's like, he's just picked a wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of like that. Like he needed yeah, But that's always the problem though. That's always the problem because he was not interested in his wife. His wife didn't arouse him. His wife didn't interest him. So that's why he had to go and settle his fantasies, his urges, his needs, his fetishes, you know? It was all tactical because... Look, when he called her for an alibi, she gave it. So, hey. Yeah, that's true. And I also have to say that, um, touching upon what Georgia said, why would he want to pick the people that he actually likes? If you think about it, all the women that he picks are women that are successful, that intimidate him. That's why he's killing them. That's another reason why. Whereas, his, what is his wife? His wife's not trying. I'm not, you know, nurses, big up to you, NHS. She's got a really good job. She works where, like, there's premature babies dying. Exactly. She's got a very good job, but to him, that job is like meh. Gee, I, guess, I guess as the seasons go on, we we discover how dark his character actually is. Mm-hmm. So that's, at first, it's, it's not as dark, and then it gets darker because obviously we find out about his childhood, but then we find out his reasonings and why he is how he is, and he has like a serious hatred for like everything and the world and we find it out when he kind of so going back to katie he like takes her in you know and i thought i thought he was gonna kill her bare times because she was reckless she was stressful <laughs> like she was so hypnotized and brainwashed by paul i don't know what it was because paul's supposed to come across as like a good looking man i guess in the show like a lot of women think he's nice looking and stuff hence why he probably draws in his victims mm-hmm. but she was obsessed with him even though he'd like treated her like crap and spoke to her like crap, he was ob- she was obsessed with him. The thing with Katie, yeah, can I just say if I was Katie's mom, I would have slapped her a long time ago because that girl was getting on my nerves. Like the police have come to my house and they're telling me that you're on like house arrest or whatever, and you're still here getting rude to me. Hmm. Mm-mm. It was just See? like someone needed to put her in her place. Someone needed to like shake her or yeah. slap her or lock her up or something. But this this is what annoys me with this girl because there's so many times, right, where she's done something, like, wild or something stupid or ridiculous. Her mum is just barking at her. (laughs) Katie, come back here. And it's like, bro, 
clap the child, <laughs> yeah, clap the child. And then you got Paul, who's manipulating her, and even her brethren. What I don't understand is why was her brethren allowing her to go along with it? For real. I was going to say, obviously, the friend's not her friend too tough, is it? Because she allowed her to go off with Paul numerous, numerous of times. Let's say that to be fat, to be frank. But yeah, yeah but that's, I feel like they showed that kind of like stereotypical teenage girl thing where, oh, an older guy. Oh, it's like this is this is interesting. Like, do you know what I mean? That's the kind of impression I got anyway. So. They were all like giggling about it. Oh, if you it know. were me at the age of fifteen, I would have I would have taken myself out of the equation because he's a murderer, and we know. Right, you can do what you want to do. That's good for you. But that's the mad thing. He told her yes. Mm-hmm. No, so he he denied because she was like, "Brother, I know what you are," and he's like, "He, he never actually are. confessed. He yeah. never actually yeah, confessed." That's what I mean. He he didn't confess and he didn't confirm. He was just like. Oh well, if you thought I was this guy, why would I be doing this with you then? Mm-hmm. Like he, he never really said, "Oh yeah, brother, I'm that guy in it." Like yeah, but who would? Well, I mean, he did to Stella quite quickly, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Stella's a more, you know, she's a grown woman. You can play these games with this, Katie. Well, at the end of the day, Katie got rid of evidence as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. She came in handy for him <laughs> in oh, that wow. weird hotel. In that weird hotel where the guy was watching her, like that was flipping creepy. That's another thing I didn't really get. Who is this guy, and why were they putting so much emphasis on him peeking through bloody? Every minute he's looking, he's looking. Like we look people, for... yeah. Listen, they did that too much in the show. I think that's one thing about the show as a whole that I think was a flop. They used, they had stories that were leading somewhere, and it was building up that ended up just being irrelevant. There was too yeah. many, and I, I refused to actually go over them. Do you know what? No, but to be fair, though, you know what? I thought the, you know, the part when, oh, what was her name? It was this client, Martina, the one that, yeah. that, yeah. I mean, yeah, that bit pissed me off because, you know, when she was in the, um, in the home with all the other vulnerable women and stuff, why was there no security there? Like her husband right. rolled up with a gun and he was threatening everybody. These are women that are in abusive relationships and everything. But again, yeah, like, that was quite funny though because so it was like bears, bears of them trying to fight him. Yeah, and, he just, like, and he just threw everyone pushing them all off. Like, oh, no, they did well though. They, they, like, they, did, they did well still. <laughs> it was so dumb. Like all these women are coming, escaping. Like it's meant to be a secret location. At least have one police officer at the door. Mm. Or something, you know. <laughs> but this. James Tyler, that was meant to be so scary, just ran in with a gun. He was reckless, man. Yeah, he got banged by Paul, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Paul was actually sick. Oh, like, it's only because he had a gun, he couldn't do much, you know. Yeah, I mean, he stepped out of Lando, you know. That's I think he, I thought he was gonna kill her as well, a couple of times. I think he was well, going to eventually. Well, let's bring mm. it to the point where what happened, what he did to Paul. Maybe you know he shot Paul. You know, so this is what the end of season two. Yeah, Paul and Tom. He, he uh, Tom shot Paul. Uh, he ended up killing. Did he kill an officer as well? Wait, wait, wait. Tom is the one that got shot in the arm. He's the one that had that one night stand with Stella. Merlin, he's the one that got shot in the arm. James came. Oh. Like, he followed them when they were going to find Katie. Um, and he tried to kill Paul. Oh, hold on. Okay, I'm with you. So yeah. Tom's the weird guy. Who's actually from a show called Humans? I don't know if anyone's seen that. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, he gets yeah. shot in the arm. He gets yeah. shot in the hand or something, and he can't use his. Yeah, I'm with you. 
Yeah. But yeah, James. So yeah, James. He hunts down Paul. Quite easily as well. Shoots <laughs> Paul. And after that, Paul goes into a coma. They've arrested him. They've got him. They found Rose, who was who he kidnapped, and she was in a boot. She ended up being alive. They feel like, yes, mate, we've done this. We've won the case. But the problem was, is that he got shot under their, you could say, protection or their custody. custody yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, which is an issue. Then, this is where I don't know. You guys tell me. Paul wakes up from a coma after, what, a, a few days or a week or something mm. and claims he can't remember anything. He can't even remember his own kids or one of them. This guy can act. Bullshit. Yeah. Do you <laughs> think bullshit? I don't know. I you know what? He know. played me. I'm not going to lie. I was played. Because I was like, no, right, I you, actually, know, you can't remember even your son. Wow. Wow. I was played. Yeah. Nah. He didn't play me. Let's just say that. And when he finally, when Stella finally got him, I was like, yes. I don't know. I don't know. I felt like, I felt like he genuinely didn't remember anything at first, but then slowly certain pieces will make him remember, but he done well covering up that he mm-hmm. remembered. That would be and, I th- and I think as we got, or as we built on, when it was Stella interviewed him straight up in the, in the, uh, in the interview room, in the police station, it all came back. He got too angry, lost his head, and thought, nah, bun this boy. <laughs> Punched her clean in the nose. Bro. Oh, that's, that scene was sick, though. That scene was sick. Mm-mm. I thought well, it was what happened is, yeah. Mm. Like, well, for me personally, I would say that um he he did he did remember. I'm I'm kind of with Ben on this. He did remember bits like here and there. Um, but I'm convinced that he did lose his memory at the start mm-hmm. and then it came back to him slowly. Um, but there's a few things around that whole phase that I didn't like. So for example, why would you put the, the lady that he kidnapped in like in literally a parallel yeah. like, to where he is so that when you're bringing him in now, she sees him, bruv, she's already traumatized. So that's one, right? And then yeah. two, I didn't like the whole thing of they know that he's aggressive, they know that he's a killer and he's a psycho, but I feel like it was just minimum security. It him. was. It was that one police officer at the door. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and he took very long to come in. And even my man that was in Merlin, he, what, he tried to get a punch away or something. <laughs> and he just got ruined. His arm got broken again. Yeah. Broke his arm. Damaged because he got shot. And then this one just ended, he just finished it off and said, right, I can really see you got it in a bandage. Yeah, broke it. You can't, you can't like, Paul, I guess as a bad guy, was sick. Like, he, he, he was like, he just, it was very smart, strong, smashed everyone up. He just thought, rah. I, and the thing is, I liked it when he banged Stella in the face because she what? was, she was annoying. She was a bit nah, of a dickhead. I'm not Bro, she that. got, she got people killed. She got Rose kidnapped. Yeah, but no, it doesn't mean one for Paul, like a win for Paul. He he's a criminal. This yeah, is but he banged her in job. Face. Like she was meant to be in your face. Like we know what you did. You're going down. So you can smile all you want and tell all the stories you want, but you're going down. Like I feel like she was in the right. Don't know why he flew across the table and punched her because you're <laughs> going to well, you're meant to be going to prison anyway. Uh, and then the lawyer's telling you to shut up. And we're still talking. <laughs> I understand what Ben's saying because she's she's got one of them like like you know when 
a police officer's like to you, wind your neck in, like stuff like that. And it's like, bro, who are you talking to? Like, like yeah, just get wrapped to her face and be like, yeah, yeah, I've got you. You're gonna die. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, mate, all right? Like, there's nothing you can do. And it's like, do you know what, bro? There is something I can do. I can bang you in the face, kick you in the rib, and that's me getting one over you. So you may have won the war, but I won that battle. Alright. That was he, the kind of vibe he was. He probably beat her up though, didn't he? It was too much. Yeah. I think Stella deserve I think Stella has a right to be like that though, because remember he broke into her hotel room and wrote in her dream diary. Like that's really, that was sick. That's really that pregnant when he was hiding in the cover when a stupid gym tried to well he sexually harassed oh, her. Let's not even talk about Jim. Nah, yeah, Jim's listen, a waste man. Jim pissed me off. Them eyebrows, you know who he looks like? He looks like um Jim's dad from um American Pie. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, almost a potato head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pissed me off. You know the part where Stella was punched up and he came and he's like, murderer, murderer. I was like, move. Like, <laughs> yeah, life. shut up, mate. Don't try to act like you're a big exactly. man now. You, you actually assault, like you, you were coming onto her. So shut yeah. up. And you know what? Do you know what annoyed me? You know when he was in, when he came to visit her in the, in the um, hotel mm. and Paul obviously just left, but obviously they didn't know that at the time. And he was like, when she realised that someone had gone into her computer and obviously she realised it was it was Paul and he had left her the note. And he was like, oh, what would have happened if I wasn't here? Look, oh, what, nothing. what would have happened if he was here? Because exactly. if he was here and he popped out of the cupboard, what would you do? I had the hand fell off. Nothing. So annoying. When he was like, oh, I'll leave my wife and kids for you. Shut up, she don't want you. Like, like, get the hint. That's why yeah. she's still here, living her best life. Exactly. No, for me, it was his moment of desperation. Yeah. <laughs> he was basically begging for sex, but he was like, oh, come on, Stella. Come on, man. But it's oh, like, so cringe. You, bro. Go home to your wife. I felt for him, though. I really did feel for him. I mean, that, nah. the eyebrows, and then the drinking. <laughs> you know, I felt bad for him, man. No. I thought it was quite funny when that other guy called him a weak man. He's yeah, like, he, called he was very upset. He called me a weak man. <laughs> Me, a weak man. Stella was just like, okay. <laughs> she was just like, well, you are weak. Yeah. So now what? No, he was. That's one, like, that's one thing I like about Stella though, because she was straight up. She was like, well, you did try it and harass me. Like he was no, didn't. Goes, yeah, you did. Like don't try it. Like you did. Like let's not let's not forget that. <laughs> so she Wait. weren't she weren't afraid to deny those kind of things. Yeah, when they were in the car together. Him in the nose to get him off of her. Yeah, she went. Fuck. Yeah, 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 she did. Yeah, oh. <laughs> he, he was best. Him up. <laughs> him, bang in the face. This guy was so desperate, he relapsed and started drinking again. Just, just this. So, oh. after this point, so Paul Spector has now his story's gone, he re- clearly remembers everything. He's just you know, uh, assaulted a police officer or a couple officers, he's done for now. So, but he still gets put into a mental home. Can we talk about this mental home and the lack of security in there too? Uh, I mean, let's. I was just going to say how he um, he really, really, really did not care about his family because beyond this point now, his wife is just so messed up in the head. She tries to kill herself. With she had a kids. miscarriage. She had a miscarriage. Like her life was finished. And her four kids. Into the no, that was yeah, she tries driving into the sea with her kids. Yeah. After yeah. she gave them a lot of paracetamol to fall asleep. Mm. She's lost her job at this point. Yeah, she, she lost, lost everything. Her. She lost everything. Found out her husband's a murderer. He kills several people. Found out that the daughter's been hiding things. 
and that he's been doing malarks in the house. So at this point, malarks in the ass. Malarks in the ass. So at this point, and even like up. even Katie. So she's messed up and obsessed with Paul, but she's still fighting for him. And she's messing her life up because she's now in like juvie, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And she's and she's and Stella goes to see her, and because she's been self harming. Stella's Stella's like, listen, just you need to look at yourself. And she's just like looking at her like all smug, like, mm, I don't care. Mm. And it's just like, you're an idiot. So she's done. Everyone's finished. So he goes into this mental home. And this is where you guys agree with me or not. But I kind of, I kind of like how, how this went, how this played out. Because he won. I'm not saying I wanted him to win. But like he, how he did it was the fact that he did not want Stella to get the upper hand and what Stella wanted was just to arrest him and put him away like justice is justice deserves and be like a complete cop and mm. that was her mission the whole time that was her drive and he was like nah I'm not letting you get this I'm not letting you have this so he had a plan he studied yeah that's what he does he studies people he studied the people in the mental institute mm-hmm. and managed to get to a situation where they had a riot oh my god Wait. And he absolutely beats the crap out of the the warden. I didn't understand that because the warden actually hadn't done anything bad to him. No, he just he was yeah. just in the way. No, it wasn't the he warden. Wanted to, he wanted to get into his locker to get his belt and you name it. Was it the psychologist? It was the psychologist who was really nice to him. Actually, he was like a dad yeah, to him. Just ask him, yo, brother. Like, let me get your lanyard in your teeth. He didn't want a plastic bag. He knows what's gonna happen. He's like, listen, I'm killing myself. He just wanted a plastic bag. I think if he asked for it, he would have got it. Did <laughs> it? <laughs> you have to box him up like that. Like, he would be a death, I believe. Mm. That's how bad he beat him up, and I think it was uncalled for. And that is one thing I must admit: I lost respect for Paul at that point. <laughs> Not that I had respect for him in the first place. Uh, what was? Uh, I'm <laughs> trying to find that guy, um, the one that was in the in the institution with him, the one that raped his sister and killed her and threw her in the bin. Yeah, that that there was really disturbing. That was so because disturbing. he he came across as actually a, a nice kind of weirdo mm-hmm. at first, and then the guard was like, "Listen, mate." It this was. is what actually happened. Then you're, and he's like, oh. Oh, yeah, no, I said, I think, he, I even think Paul was surprised yeah. when the guy told him the true story. <laughs> like, Paul's face was a bit like, oh, like, oh, like, <laughs> that's disturbing, bro. Yeah. So. Mm. And then when he, like, climbed on the table and he's like, call me a homosexual. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, here? it was a proper little fiery ginger, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> it was that fiery little ginger. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't think Paul was going to kill him. I didn't think he was going to kill himself, but he did. Mm. See, yeah, I, I, I thought he was going to kill him, but I definitely didn't think he was going to kill himself. And yeah. you know what? I even thought the guards were going to come in time. Save him. Paul to still be alive. That's what I thought. So then when I found out, oh, yeah, boom, yeah, man, that's dead, I thought, well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It would be funny. If you were Stella, your life from then on would be Bleak. just... No, it, you'd be messed up. You'd be messed up. The whole thing was, let's be frank, a mindfuck. It was crazy. Like, it was just... And now the fact that he died and you couldn't get him, like, you couldn't put him away, it's going to mess with you, no? Mm-hmm. It's, like it's going to mess with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
got away. He literally got away. Because mm. she's always like thinking about his whole career. Yeah. yeah like, she came from the UK to Northern Ireland for this. Mm. And, and she had a fair bit of fellas on the way, didn't she? Well, not just fellas. <laughs> In it. She had a little little thing with the with the lady. Mm-hmm. But she, she had her own demons, to be honest. She did. She needed to, like, you know, kind of, like, sort herself out. But I you think, yeah, I think that was kind of her release. Like, getting him was kind of meant to be her, you know, release Revenge. from but yeah she had her she had her own issues and i felt like yeah i think probably that's what was a drive for her was to 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 win this mission and that was that would like help her overcome her own little issues Mm -hmm. but guys what do you think of the ending did you was you surprised by it that how the seasons went go on what's your thoughts i feel like that was the only way it could happen because i was not going to watch another season (laughs) <laughs> when he died I was like yep that's that's great like this is what I actually wanted like I didn't expect it but do you know what it makes sense yeah there was a, I think that was the only way it could in all honesty like Spectre pissed me off throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. so every time I kid you not when I was watching it with you I was like they're not catching by the end of the season I don't know if I can do it end of season one we're like okay they haven't caught him yet but we're starting to find out a little bit more. I said, okay, end of season two, they have to get him. Season two, they're like, oh, yeah, I guess season two, they get him in it. But I mean, I was just like, I really wanted him to go to trial. I don't care if he remembered or he didn't remember. I don't care if he was a vegetable. I don't care what. I just needed him to be in trial for all the people that he killed. So the fact that he died at the end, I was a bit like, oh, okay. But I guess, like Kine said, I think that was the only way you could get it because I think, what would you do next? Would it just, you move on to another serial killer? So I think they had to do that. So that's why I'm kind of like, okay, well, it is what it is kind of thing. I have to agree kind of thing because there was a lot of things where it was so frustrating. Like, for example, the picture, yeah? When they sketched out who he was, it was like, oh, rah, like... That's him. (laughs) But they were still moving like, oh... Oh, oh, we don't know who it is, Robert. So it's like, for me, it was very frustrating. And it took too long for them to actually get him and know that, yes, it's him. We've got the evidence. Let's lock him up. And I didn't really appreciate the fact that he committed suicide. Because I thought, bruv, they could do a whole trial here. I'm interested to see, like, are the jury going to say, bruv, he's lost his mind? Or are the jury going to say, nah, this guy's done too much? Like, I wanted to see where it kind of went. So for him to commit, like, well, to kill himself was just like, okay, um, what's next then kind of vibe? Yeah, I felt I felt like the writing of the whole show was was strangely smart, but at the same time odd. Because I felt like season one was definitely, it grabbed you in, it invited you in, you was like, oh, okay, this is intense, what's happening here? Like, I thought season one was quite good. Season two, it was okay it was like okay this is it's still going but then season three was just slow dark and quick if that makes sense and i felt like this completely turned around whether they decide, they already got told they couldn't have a season four so they were like, okay let's wrap this up or it was like no nah, let's just mess with everyone's head and just kill it like straight up so i don't know i don't know what what that what the answer to that is um do I like the show? 
Yes, I enjoyed watching it at first because it was it's like a detective show, isn't it? At the end of the day, and you know you're trying to always pick up the clues and find the clues. But I thought what was interesting was the fact that we knew who the bad guy was from the get go. So it was like, okay, but how are we gonna? How are they gonna catch him? And I think mm. because he obviously he was smart, that was always that was always um, interesting. I think it was even smart how he how he killed himself. Like it was like how he plotted that whole thing. He knew that he was going to do it. He saw his kids. He, made, he wanted to see his kids before he died. You know, he, he did certain things. Um, and yeah, but yeah, I think it's the way season three went, they couldn't be a season four because season three was probably the poorest season out of all of them. Really? Oh my God. I thought season one was slow. Ah, oh, season three was slow. Nah, surely. For me, I was like, it, I was like, how many se- episodes in season one? Like five? I got to episode five and I was like, what are these people's names again? Like, it was really slow. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, oh, now it's picking up. And I really enjoyed season two. Yeah. Yeah, season three slowed down again. I think we established that what was one big thing I think flopped was the the, the random... Sub storylines, sp- innit? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Unless that's on purpose, <laughs> then okay. It's like the whole show is a mindfuck, but if not, then it's dumb. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I wasn't keen. Can't lie. For me, overall, wasn't keen. Um, there was a few things I was like, mm, okay, yeah, yeah, this is all right. Like, but when the show frustrates me, it's hard for me to like it. You know, very difficult. Unless it frustrates me for a good reason. A reason being as in, like, don't get me wrong, I didn't know what was going to... Well, it was unpredictable, but also it was like, there was a, just a few moments, you know, that I thought were mildly like, bro, come on, man. Like, you should have caught him by now. You've got all the evidence. Mm. So stuff like that, for me, that's the frustrating part. So, hmm. yeah, I'll give it probably like a six. A six? Six. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like a six is generous. You know, very generous. Uh, I would give it a four. I hear what you're saying. Maybe 6.8. <laughs> I've never heard anyone give anything a 6.8 before. <laughs> I would give it a seven, but a six is too low, even a 6.5. So 6.8. Kamara, were you in love with it? Um, I'd say I give it 4.5. I'm not gonna lie to you. Wow, and I only say that is because I was just annoyed by Spectre, but I think I was annoyed because I was just like, How is I think I was more intrigued to figure out how is he gonna get away with this, and how many seasons are we gonna sit here watching them trying to figure out that it's him? And we clearly have an image of him, and we know it's him. So how you can say it? that about a lot of shows. A lot of shows, though. Yeah. You've got, yeah. like, for example, Dexter. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, how many seasons are there? <laughs> mm. And he's still doing the same thing. This guy's, you know. But no, I get it. Fair enough. I hear you. So um, what's everyone watching at the moment? Bake Off! Yeah. Oh, wait. Five minutes late. Yeah, listen, we got to wrap this up. I've got to go. <laughs> Bake Off. And what else are you watching? I'm watching Peaky Blinders. So yeah. Season two of that uh, so far. It's all right. At first, I was a bit like, oh, what's this? But 
you know what it's actually all right so let's see maybe by the time the next time we speak i might be done who knows mm-hmm. how many seasons are there i think there's five yeah the last season mm. <laughs> i'm about to kick off the uh, all or nothing tottenham hotspurs oh yeah decent yeah so you'll you'll hear my verdict soon I think, guys, Ooh. if you haven't watched it already, you need to watch The Boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Boys, yeah, the boys as well. Yeah, The Boys, yeah, the boys is sick. Season two is currently out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm up to date. I watched it, the latest episode last night. If you've seen it, oh my days. Um, the Boys is sick. Yeah. It's sick. Um, it's very good. I'm actually going to start a documentary on Netflix. The Social Dilemma, which is about social media and the impact it has on people. So I'm really excited to watch that. I've heard about that one. I heard it will make you delete all social apps immediately. (laughs) Maybe it's what I need. Maybe that's Mm. what I need. So yeah, I'm excited. Go on and wrap it up, Ben. Oh my God, I have a question actually. Go on, what's the question? I was thinking about Bake Off here and I wanted to know if anyone could be in any competition show what one would you guys pick? Like one that you think you can win? Ooh. Um... Why did you say that? I was watching The Chase earlier and I was getting bare the questions right. <laughs> and honestly, I was just like, yeah, I should be on this show. <laughs> For me, it would probably be Crystal Maze. Really? Oh my God, Crystal Maze, I love that. Actually, no, Supermarket Suite. Hey, yeah. I guarantee I could win that. Um, I think... I would go on the cube. Mm. Or I would go on deal or no deal. Yeah, do, yeah, but deal or no deal is like chance. Yeah, I know, but I think I'll just yellow. Do you feel like you get take a deal before you get to the end? Uh, I think I'll go to the end because at the end of the day, I came here with nothing, and I'm happy to leave with nothing. One piece. If I leave with one piece, it's more money than I came with, isn't it? So the mad thing about deal or no deal is though, you're you can be there for weeks. And I didn't stand there opening boxes. Great. <laughs> what about you, Grant? Jungle Run. Oh my gosh. I can see you doing that. <laughs> no, 50 50. Do you remember that? Oh my God, 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> I love nah, 50. I think I would like to go on um, Britain's Best Home Cook. Mm. It's, so, it's like a spin off the bake off. Yeah, I'm a sick cook. I'm you never know. Masterchef. Love Island. I <laughs> know <laughs> you want to go on Love Island, Love Island. then. Don't lie, bro. <laughs> Listen, I need to get those abs on point before I go in there, boy. <laughs> that is funny. I think I could win The Apprentice. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good shout. I've watched that many times to know what it takes to be a winner. Cheese. All right, give us a business idea, then. <laughs> Listen, I want to open up a centre for the youth in it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Like open franchises, franchises. Oh man! But if twenty twenty has taught us anything, get a business that can run in a pandemic. Mm. Exactly. I mean, if the last person can win by baking sausage rolls, then I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people can win. True that, true that, true that. But yeah, Ooh, I know what show. What's that show on Channel Four where you have to go and hide from the government and they have to find? <gasps> Hun- oh, oh, hunted. hunted. Uh, do you oh, think you could do that? Boy, I will flop. Look, I don't need to talk to you guys. <laughs> you know when they're on your neck? Bruh. I talk to you when I'm done with my money, innit? We can go and go to Kassan or something. 
Mm-mm. Something like Hunted, would you ever go on Naked Attraction? Oh my god! <laughs> I walked in that once by accident, and I was like, <laughs> "That show is mad!" I, I can't believe that they even have that on TV. Like, can you imagine? Mm-mm. Mad, no. But yeah, on that note. <laughs> anyway, guys, yeah. that was episode seven, the fall. Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> Listen, tweet us, at us. Tell us your feedback. Tell us your theories. Tell us your questions. We'll come back at you. You know, communicate with us, guys. Let us know what you think. Tell us what shows you're watching. (laughs) Have a beautiful day. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at The Binge Pod UK. Bye.